0: summer is officially here meaning summer vacations so the whole dcu crew has decided to take a day off (laughs) what's going on i'm deanna cruz and i was thinking hmm what could i do for this week's podcast and I thought to myself, as I scrolled through Facebook and Instagram, I've seen the list. Um, and it's not that kind of list, okay? Uh, I like reading things that are like, what you may not know about me. And I've seen this, like I said, all over Instagram. And I thought to myself, why not verbalize this? So I have put a, a what, what you may not know about me list list for my website but I haven't really done anything audio wise so I said why not put this together and let everyone else like Jeffster and Nurse Cindy and Tech Tom take the day off so you're welcome guys I'll pay you later did I tell you we don't pay for vacation days (laughs) I'm just kidding all right so um some of you have sent me questions, some of you have asked me, you know, some personal questions, so I'm just going to kind of uh, run down the list and tell you what I can about me, all right? So I'm Deanna Cruz, I grew up in Connecticut, um, I went to high school at Hartford Public High School. I graduated and then was accepted to Boston University. So when I went over to college, I didn't know what the hell I wanted to be. Never in my mind did I think I was going to go into broadcasting. Um, And I didn't know that until about my junior year when I took a television class and production class and absolutely fell in love with everything. Except I thought I wanted to be a reporter. And then I realized that, yeah, that wasn't for me. However, I've always really loved music and decided to go that path. So uh someone asked... If I speak another language, and if you're from Rhode Island and you've listened to me in Little Roadie, you know that I am, I am Portuguese. Uh, I grew up speaking Portuguese at home. It was my first language. My parents immigrated from Portugal, from the mainland. If you're wondering what, uh, you can be from the islands, from the Azores or from Madeira, but my parents are from the area called Avedu. So I tend to go back to Portugal every single year. This year is a little different because of the coronavirus. So it's actually been the longest that I haven't seen my family. It's been about eight months now. So the last time I saw them was around Christmas time. But yes, I do miss everyone. Um, once the pandemic is all over, you better believe I'll be planning a trip to Portugal to see my family there. And obviously, Plan a trip to the East Coast to see, you know, my parents and my sister and my nephews and all my friends. I miss all my friends in Rhode Island, you know. So anyhow, uh, so we grew up speaking Portuguese. My sister and I would actually get yelled at. And yelled at by my dad if we weren't speaking Portuguese. <laughs> and then years later when he learned how to speak English, he would talk to us in English and we were like, Why are you why are you speaking to us in English? You know, can you speak to us in Portuguese? <laughs> because he has uh, a very thick accent. So um I did pick up some English before starting kindergarten by watching Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers. Um so needless to say I had a really, really hard time in kindergarten and I hated English and t- And till this day, English is not my favorite subject. I would say that math is. So, uh, what else do you, oh, well, uh, a lot of people ask me if I've ever played any sports in high school. Unfortunately, I did not. I decided to go the musical route. I went to a performing arts academy. I stumbled upon CrossFit, so I never played any sports, um, I was about in like 2012, I was driving down the Wampanoag Trail and in Rhode Island. This is when I worked at the station in Providence, Rhode Island, and I saw a sign that said CrossFit. And I was like, hmm, what is this? And so I stopped in, and the owner slash coach, Jason, was the only person there. Um, and then, you know, we did a wad, and I was like, oh my God, this is terrible, And I absolutely fell in love with it. So (laughs) I kept going back and it's been about, well, that was 2012. So about eight years I've been doing CrossFit and I absolutely love it. This pandemic has definitely like uh, been hard because I've always found that working out is therapeutic to me. It helps calm my anxiety, kind of sets my mind straight and the gym doors are closed and that makes it super hard for me, but I still work out every single day. I think that I work out more now than I did before the pandemic, just because, like I said, it calms me down. Um, so uh, I get super sore <laughs> when, um, when I'm going heavy, but we haven't really gone heavy with weights because uh, I don't have access to really heavy weights. So anyhow, um, how did I get into radio? I think I got a little bug when I was in high school. I actually used to read the morning announcements in high school. I loved just being behind the mic and believe it or not, I was super shy growing up. So I remember being like 11 or 12 and, you know, out with my mom and people would be like, oh my God, she looks so much like her dad. And then my mom and I would like hide behind my mom. Believe it or not, I'm not sure when the switch came and when I kind of came out of my shell. But eventually I did and then realized I had a voice and now I'm just really loud. So uh, I thought, hey, this is perfect for radio. Why not do it? Right. (laughs) Uh, Next question. Do I love the um, heat or do I like cold weather? I 100 percent love the sun and the heat. Um, I hate being cold. I said this to my boyfriend the other day. Um, I rather be sweating than being cold. I know you can put layers on, but I'm somebody who like, once I'm cold and sweaty, then I feel like I can never, ever warm up. So, uh, I'm not a big fan of the snow. I've actually never been skiing. I've never been snowboarding. Um, I've never done any of the, those cold weather sports. And a matter of fact, although I love the sun, I am not a big water person. So I don't like, um, I'm not someone who's like, oh, I need to go swimming or kayaking or, uh, um, paddle boarding or any of that stuff so those are all new and i'm trying to to do new things or things in the water but um it's really funny because i'm like is there a life vest can i wear a life vest because although i do know how to swim i'm not very confident so maybe i should take some swimming lessons let's see um one thing I really really hate would be uh driving. I hate driving long distances. I think the max for me is about 3 hours. Although I did drive cross country with my sister, I'm just not a fan. Like I'd rather have someone else drive and then I just be the passenger. Like because then I could do other things and I can concentrate on other things. But like I am just not a big fan. My friend Cindy loves driving. She's always like, and she's obviously on this podcast, but not on it today because she's taking a vacation day. Um, but <laughs> I just, I'm like, I don't know. It's just not my thing. It's really not my thing. I don't like driving. I like short distances and that's kind of my personality, like reading to short, concise and to the point. So there you go. Speaking of reading, I rarely read for enjoyment believe it or not. I like, like I said, short and concise stories. This is why I'd rather pick up a magazine than a book or a novel. If I pick up a book, it's usually a self-help book. And that, I know it's really funny, but lately I've been on this like gratitude kick, or if it's a self development kick. I remember when I first started in radio, I read a lot of books about, um, people in radio, how they broke into the industry. Larry King was one person, um, that I followed like his career and read his book. Miss Jones was another one. Katie Couric. And I know all this because I recently moved and had all these books and then I donated them. So <laughs> those were some of the books. I'm not sure which, uh, radio books are out now. I know Charlemagne the God has a book out, which I'd love to read, but usually I like reading if I'm going to learn something from it and it's like a self- you know it's it's in the industry that i'm in and so um and something that i can learn from and and you know uh some people are like well don't you like getting out of your mind and, and creative and all that yes but um i still i still feel like i want to learn something um i am the first person in my family to actually graduate from a four-year university i have an older sister hi sandra she went to, she became a hairdresser out of high school. And then she did that for a few years and eventually ended up working at a bank. And she still works at that bank with a lot of vacation days. So I'm super, super jealous. Let's see. uh, My parents, like I said, they immigrated from Portugal. My mom really never had that interest to, you know, go to school. Um, and and to you know learn anything else. Uh, and my dad, he was always someone who wanted to you know learn something. So, if I feel like if there was something wrong with the car, he'd buy a mechanic book and learn all about that car and try to fix it himself. He, he till this day still loves fixing things. So, I really feel like my dad, if he went to school, would become an engineer or something, he just has that mindset. Uh, Let's see. Um, The last movie I cried at. Hmm. Oh, I remember. So I was flying back from the East Coast. Uh, This was the last time I was there. It was Christmas. Um, And I had been meaning to watch this movie because I heard really great things about it. And I was like, oh, they have it on the plane. Let me watch it. It's called The Art of Racing in the Rain. And I was on that plane I cried like a baby. I was like, oh my God, do I have any tissue? I could not stop crying. The person beside me was like, are you okay? Do you want a tissue? And I was like so embarrassed. But yeah, I can't watch. I don't want to give away the ending. But I can't watch anything with animals in it. And if they die or anything like that, it's just, it's sad to me. And I, you know, and I just can't, I, I just start crying because I know, I know the pain, you know, like, um, and it just makes me super sad inside. So, uh, but it was a really good movie, by the way, aside from that, the art of racing in the rain. I am obsessed with true crime stories. So if it's a Friday night and Dateline is on, you better believe I'm watching it. I just, I don't know. I just... You can catch me on my couch, you know, watching Dateline Forensic Files, anything else that's similar to that. It to me puts me in the mind of a criminal. This one time I watched, and I can't remember if it was Dateline or Forensic Files or whatever it was, and it was like about um this girl who lived by herself got murdered. And, you know, they're trying to figure out who did it. And it ended up, it ended up being the maintenance guy in the building who came in through her sliding glass door or whatever it was. And I remember living in Rhode Island and always, uh, always locking my sliding door and putting a stick in it so that nobody can slide that door open. I was so paranoid and it always made me like question people's behaviors or intentions. So I was like, huh, what's this guy want? What's he doing here? I don't understand what he's doing here. What does he want? So I thought that that was really funny. Um, but I do. I really love a true crime story, especially, obviously, if it's like... Because it's true, right? So recently, I watched uh, this one thing. Um, it was on HBO. And it was called I Love You, Now Kill Yourself. Something similar to that. It was about the girl who... And I didn't realize this was from Massachusetts, but um, the guy... Who committed suicide he was 18 and he was from Fairhaven. and this girl was and they were dating and she was from plainfield maybe plainville i forget so i'd have to double check anyhow it was um she was charged with involuntary manslaughter and um it, it was like it's just two episodes really but they're like an hour and a half each episode and it takes you basically, you know, through her mind and his mind. But like, I didn't realize it all happened in Fairhaven. And then the um, trial was in Taunton, Mass. So I like watching true crime stories, especially if they're from where I'm from, right? Or the area I grew up in. And so I'm like, oh my God, that was right down the street. I can't believe that. So, um, by the way, if you have HBO, definitely watch it. It was. It was worth watching. Um, I was so into it. And by the way, I think that the girl looks a lot like, I think her name is Kara. She's the model. Kara Duvall. I can't even pronounce the last name, but she looks like this one model. And I kept doing side-by-side comparisons. And I was like showing it to my boyfriend like, I swear to God, they look alike. Don't they? Don't they look alike? And so they really do look alike. All right. um, Who is my biggest role model? Hmm, that's hard. There's a lot of strong women out there. Um, But I would say the strongest would be the one that raised me, right? My mom. Um, Her name is Maria. Uh, Maria. Maria is what I call her. Maria Zita. And um, if you're Portuguese, you know that like everybody's name Maria. So it's Maria, da-da-da, Maria. So my mom's actually Maria Dolores. So everyone in Portugal calls her Dolores. And uh, we all call her here in America Maria. Or I call her Maria. She's been my biggest supporter. Um, we never go a week without talking. So we usually talk every single Sunday. When I was a kid, we'd go shopping on Saturdays, followed by a dinner date at McDonald's, believe it or not. Yeah, this was before I was super healthy. Uh, <laughs> but hey, once in a while, you need a little burger and fries, right? Cookies and a little donuts, right? Um, set your body straight. So she, um, yeah, we would go to McDonald's. My sister would come along. This is when we were really, really, like, young. So we'd go shopping and we would go, you know, um, grocery shopping or whatever it was. It was always on Saturday. And then we'd stop at the, um, there was a McDonald's by our Portuguese church. This is in Hartford. And we'd, we'd eat there all the time. Um, eventually when I went off to college, when i would come back for the weekend i we would stick to the same routine so saturdays i would still go shopping with my mom and then go to mcdonald's and then by then i was a little healthier so i would like either get a salad or but we would still spend our time together in mcdonald's Fast forward even more years when my sister had kids and we would then um, take care of my, you know, like my kids would hang out with my mom for the weekend or whatever. We'd bring the kids to McDonald's and we'd continue that cycle. So um, even though I live 3,000 miles away, if I'm in Connecticut on a Saturday, we still go shopping on a Saturday and maintain our tradition tradition at McDonald's. So like we'll... Go shopping and then be like, oh, we're hungry. And then we go, <laughs> go to McDonald's. I still love those fries though, right? I can't hate that. Um, the only thing that has changed is instead of the Big Mac and fries, I obviously opt for a salad. Um, or sometimes there's like a Panera, so I'll go to the Panera for a salad. But I do steal my mom's fries all the time. Yeah. Something, what I miss from the East Coast. Um, I'll tell you what I don't miss. I don't miss the mugginess in the summer. Um, I don't miss like straightening my hair, walking out the door, and then it gets all frizzy. I don't miss that at all. Uh, what else? I, I miss these are the things I miss from the East Coast. I miss the aggressive driving. Like that I really miss because, man, we got to be places, we got to go places. So I do miss that. Um, uh And I, yeah, I think it's really funny that you can like I can tell immediately the second I land in Boston, rent a car and drive that I am definitely on the East Coast. Right. You got people behind you, beeping at you, giving you the finger, yelling at you. Move over. You know, uh, that I think is it's just hilarious. There's no other place in the world. You don't find that so much on the West Coast. On the West Coast, you're actually exiting a parking lot. Or like you know a parking garage, and some, people actually stop for you and, and allow you to go. I think that that's the weirdest thing. I really do. I really think that's really weird. I miss um, the realness and the rawness that you get from the East Coast. The personalities, like people, just are who they are, and there is no—they're not apologetic at all. It's just like you know, oh, this is how it is, and this this is me, whatever. And I miss that. I really do miss that because and we've said it time and time again on the podcast, how, you know, Washington's very passive aggressive. Um, And although we have our characters here on the West Coast, the East Coast, man, it's just like what you see is what you get. And I love that. So I miss that a lot. Um, I do miss my Dunkin Donuts, but I'll tell you why. I miss their seasonal drinks. So I have my Starbucks here and I actually love Starbucks coffee. I like my coffee strong, I like it dark, all that good stuff. But um, the butter pecan iced coffee from Dunkin' Donuts is one of my favorites, and I can't replace it, okay? So usually when I go home in the summer, when I'm at Logan Airport, there's a bunch of Dunkin' Donuts, I will immediately go up to one of the Dunkin' Donuts counter and order myself a butter pecan iced coffee, I understand that there's a ton of sugar in that. I understand that maybe it's not so healthy for you, but damn, I miss it. In the winter, I love the Dunkin' Donuts salted caramel hot chocolate. So what I do is I usually get the salted caramel hot chocolate with a shot of the espresso in it. And um, yeah, those are the two things I absolutely miss. I also miss, from Dunkin', I also miss The donuts, um, what PVD donuts is one of my favorites on the East coast in Providence. They actually opened after I left. It's now been five years since I moved from Providence. I know it doesn't feel like it. Um, so I, I, I miss PVD donuts. I miss my family and I miss my friends a lot. I miss being able to just jump into the car, drive an hour and a half and I'm at my mom's house or, you know, um seeing my nephews grow up. And my, you know, one of my nephews, my oldest just turned 15. It was his birthday and it's like really weird for it to be virtual and just not being there at his birthday parties even my you know my youngest jaden his birthday's coming up at the end of september and just not being there um because to me i think you know family is important and i love being there for people that i care about um so that's i think the hardest part of living 3000 miles away so hopefully the pandemic goes away soon and i get to see my family soon <laughs> because this is just Ugh, no one ever expected any of this. Uh, what else do I miss about home? Um, I miss, you know, I miss my my friends uh, a lot. Um Alicia's one of them. Man, I miss getting my hair done by her. I finally found a hairstylist who could get color right on the West Coast. So um, but I, I do miss just being able to pop into her salon and just like chit chatting and and that. Fortunately, I will say I have been blessed with great friends here. Uh, a lot of them, you know, already with Jeffster and tech Tom and Cindy and Cindy being my neighbor now has been awesome. So, um, I have my friend Kendall, um, and yeah, yeah. So, and I I feel like I made those friends early on when I first moved to the West coast. So I feel very fortunate about that because my friends are now basically my family here. Um, and a lot of people have asked me, do you have any family? No. I moved out here not knowing one soul. Well, I lie. Um, I moved out here knowing my friend Tanch, who used to work with me on my first radio station in Albany, New York. And um, we were friends, but we weren't as close as I would say we are now. But we worked at, you know, we worked at GM's 96.3. And, uh, and then obviously at Hot 1037 in Seattle. And yeah, I'm, you know, he's now working in Portland, Portland Oregon and he's probably one of the main reasons I moved out here but yeah I didn't know anyone when I first moved out here when I moved out to Seattle I actually lived in Tequila, which reminded me a lot of Hartford which is probably why I decided to move out there so um, yeah let's see the latest Netflix series that I've watched I don't watch too many series although I should watch more especially now with a pandemic we have all that extra time in our hands right We say that, but we don't. Um, I just finished Breaking Bad, and it was so good. There's uh, five seasons, a shitload of episodes. I started this originally watching Breaking Bad because my boyfriend wanted to watch El Camino. And as I'm watching El Camino, he's like, oh, it's from Breaking Bad, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "I I don't know Breaking Bad. Well, you should watch it. You'll love it, blah, blah. So I started watching Breaking Bad. And... You know, was hooked right away. It took me... So I think I probably started watching it around March, April. And I literally just finished it last week, which was August. Okay? So sometimes I would forget. I'd be like, oh my God, there's nothing to watch. Oh, maybe I should watch Breaking Bad. So then I finally finished it. So I went back and watched El Camino. This was actually last night. And I said, I was like, okay, now this all makes sense. Because prior to this none of this made any sense um so uh yeah so um it was definitely definitely worth watching time consuming for sure like any series right but if you have any other, any suggestions that are worth watching i've never watched the sopranos so maybe i'll watch that and i refuse to watch oh jesus what is it called um Game of Thrones. I just don't want to watch Game of Thrones. Just not my type of TV. But maybe Sopranos. Uh, Text me with your suggestions as to what series I should probably watch. Um, Long ones like that are awesome because that obviously took months to watch but it was so worth it. Um, And like I said if it's similar to Breaking Bad, I'll probably really like it as well. So just text me, just um, tweet at me at Deanna Cruz or find me on Instagram. It's just Deanna Cruz or email me, Deanna at Gmail. Someone else asked me, oh, how did I uh, meet Jeffster and uh, Cindy and Tech Tom? Uh, and how did we come up with the DCU crew? So I met, I'll start with Jeff because I've known Jeff for longer than any of them. Um, Jeffster used to go to the noon class at CrossFit, um, Ballard CrossFit. And so what happened was I used to give him shit because he was always going light on weights, but he was just getting started. So um, we eventually, yeah, we eventually became friends and, um, he, I realized he was a drummer and into the music industry and all that. And so I would actually always text him and be like, hey, you going to the noon class today? And um, kind of push him, kind of nudge him to go so he would show up at 12 o'clock. Because if you know Jeffster, he doesn't get to bed till like, I don't know, 1, 2 in the morning, especially if he had gigs. So it'd be like 3, 4 in the morning. So uh, noon was feasible for him, but not really. Uh, Tech Tom is actually Jeffster's roommate so i know tech tom through jeff and then eventually obviously i became friends with tech tom so um i what i love about tech tom is he gets shit done okay so he is very much like me if 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 it's gonna happen it's gonna happen we need to get things done we get things done like so he's a leo we did uh (laughs) one of our episodes about leo season it's because of Tech Tom. I tend to get along really well with Leo's because we just, I feel like we just are, you know, uh, on the same wavelength. So, um, that's how I met, uh, Tech Tom through Jeff. So thanks, Tech Tom, for everything you do for this podcast. I really appreciate you. He's called Tech Tom because he does all the technical side of it. I just talk, so I should be called like Talk Deanna. Deanna talks. I don't know. Cindy, I also met through CrossFit. Um, she was, oh, wait a minute. She's going to get mad at me. She's so going to get mad at me. You know why? I met Cindy first. I didn't meet Jeffster first. Uh, I remember just moving here. And um, I went to the noon class. She's going to kill me. (laughs) Sorry, Cindy. And this was around August, five years ago. And Cindy pops in. And she had just moved here from Miami. And so that's how we bonded. Because we were both from the East Coast we always showed up for the noon class and then like we became friends from there. So I take it back. I'm sorry, Cindy. I know Cindy the longest out of the whole group. <laughs> sorry. Then it's Jeff. Then it's Tech Tom. Okay. So yeah, um, we're all bonded by cross, you know, basically CrossFit or working out. Um, Cindy actually just bought a Peloton and because she lives right across from me, I've probably, uh, <laughs> go over. I've done uh, probably four classes on that Peloton, but uh, it's it's been you know it's great. Uh, but I'm very fortunate, like I said, to have this family, and uh, I love them all. So thanks so much. Oh, uh, next question. Ah, do I see myself doing anything outside of radio? I've said this before, and I'll say it again. When you find your passion, there's just you. I don't know, I can't walk away from it. Um, and this happened when I lost my job. So, you know, I moved out to Seattle to work for a station here and then um, got laid off. Sir a lot basically uh, took over the mornings and I was kind of lost because this was the one thing that I, I, I realized I wanted to do. And um, I think that it got to a point where I was like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't, apply for a job outside of this industry and just do something else and i will say if it's meant to be it's meant to be because i was very close to getting hired by a company not in the music industry not in the entertainment industry none of that and i get a call from one of my friends like hey why don't you uh come and work for us and uh here I am. So I currently am working at a station in Seattle, moving 92.5, also doing the weekends on um, 98.9, the bull. And I can only honestly say I haven't been this happy in a long time. I absolutely love my job. I know it's, you know, um, it's crazy times right now. Um, but I, I really, and, and radio is crazy period, right? There's so many of my colleagues and so many of my friends that have lost their job and it was just a weird time to kind of step back in, but I feel fortunate and lucky. And to me, it's just a sign that this is where I'm supposed to be. So, um, stick to it. If you're one of those people that are, you're just kind of like, I don't know, I just don't give up. You just got to keep moving, keep doing it, keep focused. Um, And 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 follow your heart and and it'll lead you in the right direction so all right that's enough blabbing for me okay it's been about 30 minutes about all about me 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 i know i talk way too much so uh thanks for tuning in this has been the the deanna cruz unfiltered podcast about me session okay (laughs) sorry not sorry uh the gang will be all back together again um our next episode okay so uh talk to you then bye Hey, thanks for listening to Deanna Cruz Unfiltered. Don't forget to leave a review or a five-star rating. Every review helps more people discover the show. And you can find my social media links right above. Follow me. It's just at Deanna Cruz.